Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What is up? Field Street Forum Radio is on the air. Wednesday, April the 6th. A little after 8 o'clock, you know what time it is. Time for some Field Street Forum Radio where we talk Georgia recruiting, Georgia football, Georgia sports, pretty much anything Georgia. We will talk about it tonight. As always, I am your host, The Real Dre, soon to be joined by Jason Harry Dog, as well another special appearance by our old compadre, Mike Brooks. Tonight, our special guest will be K.J. Britt, linebacker from Oxford, Alabama, just named Georgia's leader, apparently, after coming off of a visit there in Athens. And as well, Ian McIntyre from Whitewater High School in Fayetteville, Georgia. He is a preferred walk-on in this 2016 class. Uh, had plenty of offers, so we wanted to talk with him a little bit and see how what it was about Georgia that made him want to go ahead and commit to the dogs. What's up, Jason? Mike Brooks, how are you, my friend? Good, brother. What's going on? Good, man. Just uh, watching a little Bray. I think it's more out of just habit over the years. I've got the Braves on. (laughs) (laughs) It's not for for entertainment value, I, I don't guess. Oh, absolutely. It's been a good two years at least since I've watched or paid attention to the Braves, I should say. Yeah. After the, uh, after the whole fire sale of just about every player that was on the team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and part of, part of baseball, I guess, are loading up for, I guess, next year. It's kind of mm-hmm. leaves you with an odd feeling heading into one season, but anyway. Jason, you there, son? Oh, we got Brooks on the podcast and Smoke coming out of Sanford Stadium on the same day. Yeah, at least we know what <laughs> wasn't Brooks. wasn't Brooks. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, it wasn't Brooks. It was uh, Tracy Rucker still pissed off at the defensive lineman. <laughs> oh, maybe we maybe we named a new Pope. <sighs> was it White Smoke or Dark Smoke? I don't know. <laughs> That's what it is. We're getting ready for G Day and the new the new man's in charge, so we got to let the smoke out. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, breaking news: I just heard. It, no worries. It was just Jacob Eason launching missiles out of out of while in Sanford Stadium today. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll take that asked any on, day. Uh, I asked on Twitter, <laughs> and one of our followers said it was uh basically they turned the generators on for the first time, tested them. God, what were they? Diesel, damn. Yeah, and somebody was just you know it smoked up. For, I guess the first time. <laughs> was it the? Uh... 
Coach Coach Butts Memorial uh, Generators, for God's sake. I have. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, nothing like a little excitement around Sanford to get things going. Yeah, uh, the smoke, smoke came from the exhaust on the generators. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Uh, well, you mentioned, Rocker, that was one of the first things I want to ask you all about, man, was uh, – Coach Rocker lighting a fire under them boys. He wasn't too happy with them, apparently. Said they need to grow up a little bit, not not be such babies out there and everything. I'll tell you this. There's one or two of them that I've talked to their parents once or twice. And uh, they, they said Rocker lied into them worse than just about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Probably because he's, he's seen, you know, as, as much as they can do out there and, and knows that they can do more, seeing the effort. And, and plus, he, he speaks from experience, too. He knows that what kind of effort it takes on that D-line to, to be your best. He wants that same effort from his kids, too. <clears throat> Rocker doesn't want any babies, and he doesn't want any fatty breads. <laughs> he doesn't like them. Well, he's got to be careful though. We, we're losing. We've lost a couple of them now. Uh, a mm-hmm. couple of them with suspension, and then of course Barnett last. I guess it was last week, and then now uh, Dequan Hawkins, Hawkins off his yeah. leg as well. So again, thankfully, hopefully, it's, it doesn't sound too serious. You, you so know what? We're going to have seven defensive linemen for G Day, including the walk-ons and everything. No, not not including walk-ons. I don't believe. Okay. Well, I don't know because when I looked at it, and I don't, I mean, on the Georgia website, I think they include walk-ons on the roster on the Georgia website. Mm-hmm. And if they do, we have seven total. Wow. We'll just have to. Uh... Now, are, are Ledbetter and Rivers playing in G-Day, or are they out for that, too? No, no, they're playing that. Okay. Yeah, walk-ons are included on the georgiadogs.com roster. But the first one I see is Tim Hill, and I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you have a defensive end, Jonathan Ledbetter, Joseph Ledbetter, Justin Young, Chauncey Rivers, that's four. A defensive line, you got Julian Rochester, Trent Thompson, that's six. They have Cam Brown listed, but he actually moved the linebacker. And then you have Alex Alex Essex that moved from the offensive line. That makes mm-hmm. seven. Oh, Atkins, Atkins, Atkins. That's eight. eight. There you go. Yeah, yeah. so we'll have eight total. Four, four side, and I'll have to swap jerseys, I would imagine. Every so often, too. That's the thing. You just got to be careful. I mean, you, there's no way to avoid injuries or anything. It's just, you know, stuff happens. And, and it seems like if you try to, like I was about to say, if you try to be careful with it, it even makes it even more likely that something goes wrong because you're not you're, – you're thinking about it too much instead of just going all out. Well, I imagine we're being uh, in the spring game. Probably be running a lot of three three five and stuff like that, and pull linebackers yeah. up to rush from the edge and all mm. that stuff. 
So. Right. But that's Who's, still uh, eight, eight linebackers, one that just moved from the offensive line. Right. What about any guys? Or eight defensive line, I'm sorry. Do what? Are gonna be com- what about any combo guy, outside backers, if they could maybe slide as defensive end for a few reps, too? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be a few of those. Yeah. Mm. Should be okay then, I guess. But we just don't want to lose any more guys just, just to get the reps in nothing else. We'll have to run a uh, Jeremy Pruitt favorite. Put the big <laughs> two two big def- down defensive linemen on there and two linebackers on the edge. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. It'll be uh, – about the only choice we got, to be honest with you. I mean, as far as D-line is concerned, we've got a couple of DNs, but we've got, what, three true defensive tackles on the team right now? Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's scary. That's yeah, pretty it's, scary, it's, boys. That's almost that scarier depth, than the running back depth. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got we've got major depth issues at a couple positions this year, but you know, defensive line's a, a big one for sure. Yeah. Well, some of something I said earlier, mm-hmm. and we can go off on it here, and I don't give a crap. How in the hell do you have a Division One Power Five SEC teams that can have eighty-five scholarship? players on the team that have this many depth issues. Um, <laughs> well, you see... Uh, it's called putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. I mean, for the love. Sure, sure allows you to promise a lot of playing time for freshmen coming in, huh? <laughs> well, it's, and it's not like we've had problems with kids that wanted to come here. I mean, you can almost sit back and just let kids come. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's freaking Georgia. Yeah. How do you only have this many running backs? How do you only have this many defensive linemen? You know, you know how that happens is you bring in, I mean, uh, some people might not like it, but you bring in one offensive lineman that's in a recruiting class or like has happened, seems to follow the former coach. Love the well, guy. Even on top of that, how do you have two people on scholarship at quarterback before your savior comes in? I mean, I mm-hmm. said, before Jacob Eason came in, what if he just, and I'm not saying I think he does because I think He's going to end up starting this year. But mm-hmm. what if Jacob Eason ends up sucking? You yeah. know, maybe we have a choice between Grayson Lambert and Bryce Ramsey. That's it. Yeah. Well, I guess to be fair, if, if the old staff here is about to stay. To be fair, what? If if the old staff was still here, would about to have stayed? I would have given you three. Probably not, to be honest. Yeah. But we wouldn't be starting. Right. Thing is, uh, you know, to that point, I don't know, does he start at Colorado? I mean, I know we're not too familiar with Colorado State's depth chart, but don't they have a pretty good quarterback returning this year? 
No, I think he's gone. I think they oh, heard him he? he's gone. Oh, okay. Huh, okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's it's definitely some issues going on with that. You know, I mean, that's what things that are going on to, to correct those kind of issues, you know. I mean, that's why we're seeing so many. That's why we're seeing 18 offers go out to IMG Academy. Uh, not at one time, obviously, but kids that, you know, I mean, we're seeing so many offers every week, every day. You've got to, you, that's the way you've got to attack it. You've got to approach, you've got to make the offers to, to build the depth to bring in, give the kids options to come in, man. I don't know. Uh, I do where they, I do see where they're saying that that was kind of misleading 18 offers on one day because, like, I think nine of them already had offers. Yeah, that's what I was saying is they weren't all in one day like some schools do or did. Um, would, uh, you know, you mentioned quarterbacks. What's been the word? Have you heard anything on, on how quarterbacks have played? I know I saw Sean Bailey posting on Facebook about um, – you know, going back and visiting, you know, for scrimmage, the first scrimmage and everything, and he he, it was nice to catch up with all the people. And then that, the last sentence he said was something to the effect, "Jason e- Jacob Eason is going to be awesome." <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, going on about Mr. Eason at the uh, at the spring game. Right, right. And and the the number Mike Brooks posted. I hadn't heard that until Brooks posted it, but uh, I asked, and uh, that's the same number I was told. What's up? Mm-hmm. What is it, Mike? I was told through a two-secret third-party source. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but, no, basically I was told that, I mean, Eason did everything but light it up I mean, at the scrimmage. and The number I was told was he threw four touchdown passes. In our last scrimmage, which oh, is wow. insane. Yep. No doubt. I heard three was against the third team, and then one against the uh, second team. Okay. But they said mm-hmm. they basically said he just abused the third team. Yeah. You got to think about the amount of time that they're you know they're putting this scrimmage in. They're working. They're working three quarterbacks, and I think. What Kirby said, basically, Bryce and Ramsey got, or uh, excuse me, Ramsey and Lambert got all the um, got all the first team reps. So, I mean, you're splitting that short little scrimmage up with three quarterbacks and your third short time with basically the number three wide receivers and offensive line. That's incredible. Yeah. If a hundred percent true, I mean, yes, that's I mean, almost almost legendary type stuff. <laughs> to be honest with you, well, there was I know there was some report about it was there were some big plays, bigger plays, I guess, that were made out there as well. Is that the same scenario y'all were, were thinking about or, or had heard? Like it wasn't like five yard passes, you know, in the goal in the goal line or anything, right? No, I actually heard there was one that he just launched. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
and then the wide receiver got got behind the defensive back. And which I like the way Kirby's doing it, man. I mean, he's not handing them anything. You know, right. he's hardly saying anything about him at all in the uh, in the press conferences. You know, after practice, after scrimmage that he does and all that, he, he's just letting the dude come along as he needs to. He's not putting any added pressure on him because folks like yeah. us are going crazy. You know, he's just letting letting the dude do what he has to do, and whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the way he's doing that. I love the way him and Cheney are just, you know, just let him proceed. Don't put anything extra. Don't put anything less. You know, anything starting this season, any time this season, is just gravy, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bottom line, as of, as of, as of April the 6th right now, who takes – who's the starting quarterback – in the Georgia Dome on September third. Lambert for yeah. me. Yeah, I, don't, I mean you have to say Lambert right now. He's been running yeah. mostly with the ones, but I mean I, I think it was way too early. Right. Yeah. Is it agreed? Is it still the? Is that still the running with the ones that the media sees, or is that what? Is that an official? Word from the from Georgia. Like Easton be pretty sure Kirby the, said that. Yeah, Kirby said multiple times Lambert's been running with the ones. Right. Mm-hmm. He said once or twice that he started, uh, you know, letting Ramsey and Lambert run with the ones. About the same time he said he wanted Ramsey to take more control of the huddle, or however he said it. I can't remember right. exactly how he said it now. Yeah, that's kind of the second time he's kind of stressed to Ramsey to show a little more out there on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, me. just, just guessing, I mean, just totally guessing, I, I mean, it looks to me like he wants Ramsey over Lambert. Mm-hmm. Number one, he talks to Bobo so much, and Bobo loves Ramsey. Right. Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, it's the same reason a lot of us do. You know, he's the physical talent's there. He's got the arm strength and all that. He's just got to get the other stuff straight. Right. Mm-hmm. The reads and the, the leadership ability, things like that. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of us Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, a lot of times that's the hardest thing for these guys to get, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I mean, that's a lot absolutely. of guys go out there and fling it you know, 50 yards, 60 yards. But it's a matter of, of, you know, commanding that respect in the huddle and, and just leading the offense, you know, being in, be, showing that you're in control. And it, it, it's mm-hmm. hard for kids to get out there and do that if they're not if they're not used to it. The way I'm well, kind of reading it is. Kind of one rule you go by is if the coach is talking about you in the presser, then you're important. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you ain't going to just talk about Ramsey if, you know, he's expecting Ramsey to be the punter. Right. Or, if he, you know, if he really, you know, wants Ramsey to be the punter and Lambert's just his guy or whatever, you know, he wouldn't be talking about him to the media. Same thing with Tony Michelle. When he's like, yeah, I want him to be more like a vocal leader or whatever he said, you know. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that shows me that he wants Tony Michelle to be a big, important part of this team. Right. Speaking of that, I can also confirm that Ramsey did, in fact, punt 
during the scrimmage as well. <laughs> I don't know if it was with the ones or the twos, but he was definitely fighting <laughs> in the scrimmage. <laughs> Come on, Brooke. Break, break yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the first string, second string player? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, though, honestly, like, from what I'm hearing from Kirby, I mean, he's stressing, stressing. He, he keeps stressing the fact of how he wants these guys commanding the huddle, taking mm-hmm. charge, this, that, and the other. To me, it sounds more like he wants, you know, he, he really wants a field general for the most mm-hmm. part. And whoever's going to be the guy that can step up and and fill that role, I feel like that's going to be the guy that's going to get the job at this point in time. That right. He needs a guy that the guys are going to they're going to follow game one. And you know, at this point, it sounds like it's Lambert, and obviously it's something that Bryce has to work on. But by him saying that publicly to Bryce, you know, or about Bryce. Maybe, you know, maybe the kid will wake up a little bit. I don't know. But he definitely needs a kick in the pants. I mean, it's been, it's been what, three years now? Yeah, the the time for the, you know, oh, he's behind the learning curve because of the mm-hmm. – that, that's kind of – that's become – over. <laughs> no more you, – you've been in a pro-style offense for, for two and a half, three years now. Mm. Easy. Under, you know, under some of the best – better coaches in, in the country, so. Yeah, absolutely. Teaching that style. Uh, we've got a caller calling in. Let's see if it's one of our guests or someone else wanting to chat with us. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Uh, Ian McIntyre, a new commit. Hey, Ian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. So glad you could join us on the on the show on Field Street Forum Radio tonight. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, I'm uh, Drayton. Also got uh, Jason and uh, Mike Brooks has also joined us tonight. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your commitment to Georgia and, and and everything. How did you had uh, apparently had multiple offers from other schools, right? And then decided to go ahead and take the preferred walk on role at Georgia. Uh, yes, I had offers from some smaller schools, uh, but Georgia was the best opportunity I felt for me. Uh, is it mm-hmm. seeing the fit? So, yes, sir. That was my situation. Right. How how did Georgia approach you about about being a preferred walk on and 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 taking on that role? Uh, well, I hadn't signed on signing day. Uh, uh-huh. I was still I was still waiting to see how my recruiting process was going to pan out. Uh, and Coach Schumann actually got in contact with me on Facebook, the inside linebacker coach that just came from Alabama. Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. He was just he just asked if he could speak with me for a minute. Um, and he called me and explained how everything would work and what they respected of, um, and what they were looking for. And one thing that he mentioned was running back. So, and that was my position. So, right now you're out of uh, Whitewater High School in uh, Fayetteville. Yes. Now sir. you were, were you a, were you a long time running back, or did you didn't you played safety as well, right? Right. If you look at my huddle, it actually shows a little bit more safety. Uh, I played both. Mm-hmm. I also played receiver, uh, returned some kicks. Uh, I did pretty much everything just trying to get on the field. But naturally, I played running back. Um, I think I'm built more like a running back. But uh, at high school, I was just trying to get on the field to help the team. So, Right, right. Sometimes it is what – do you have a preference of, of where you play or you just 
you just want to help out any way you can? Uh, help out any way I can. Uh, like I said, in high school, we were a spread team. So I felt like being a running back would just be – I mean, I couldn't really help the team in that way. So if I could catch some balls or uh, get in on defense and special teams, if I could just make plays that way, uh, then that's where I felt comfortable. So really it's just making – being in a position to make plays. Mm-hmm. Now, being a being a running back, did, did Georgia's Georgia, kind of – their lineage or history of, of great running backs, did that play a role in your decision too? Oh, yes, sir, of course. Uh you know, being from Georgia and growing up, I always looked at uh, Georgia as the premier school for running backs. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that was always a dream of mine, being a running back at Georgia. Gotcha. Now, how about in the in the classroom? Are you what are you looking to major in at, at college now? Uh, I want to be an engineer. I haven't decided what field yet. At one point, I was leaning towards aerospace. Uh, I also like uh, mechanical engineering as well. It's just something with math and science. Okay. That's great, man. Um, what kind of what kind of qualities do you feel like Georgia is, is getting in, in Ian McIntyre? Uh, qualities, uh, there's a guy that's, that's all about the team and is willing to help any way that he can. Uh, also, I know the history of the program and the, the – uh, Hopes that we have to live up to. Mm-hmm. I know, I know how the SEC works, and I, I so I've been in the state and been a fan and been watching, so I know what the program could do and what people are expecting of us. So, right, uh, saying that as well. Right. Um, how about under the old coaching staff? Had you heard from any of those any of those coaches, or had you gone over to Athens very often? Or uh, yes, sir. Um, we did seven on sevens at Athens. Uh, I didn't get any prospect camps, but as far as camp goes, and that's a funny story. I've been going to camp at Georgia since I was like seven. They had oh, okay. um, the Mark Rick camp. I'm not sure if you know about that, but it was oh yeah for like this age of seven to twelve, and I went every year like from seven to twelve. So I was always up in Athens, always been a fan. Uh, family, my family's kind of rooted. I got a, a, a uncle that played uh, quarterback and safety, Earl Chambers. Oh okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I had always been at Athens. My dad was at Athens when he was in school. It was just uh, visiting, of course. It was just that's just like home to me. Right. So yeah. So you got a long kind of a, a long lineage associated with Athens. Then. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, we're definitely definitely glad you decided to make the decision to come be a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, yes. Sir. Now, do you plan on on have they spoken to you about like special teams and things like that? Being able to to help I out. Haven't, I haven't spoken to anybody about that, but that's always been on my mind. Like I said, I want to get on the field, so it's right. Special teams, covering kicks is what I got to do. I tackled in high school playing safety, so I feel like right, right. It's another asset that I learned. But uh, mm-hmm. no, nah, I wouldn't be opposed to special teams. I actually would enjoy it. Still being able to get out there and, and tackle somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell tell me a little bit. What what's your uh, what was it whenever you were a youngster? What was it that that kind of made made you realize football was your sport? Uh, I mean, my my dad played it in college. Uh, football was just interesting to me. Not other sport. 
And I played four sports growing up, baseball, basketball, track, and football. No other sport really had the 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 right feel to it besides football. Uh, just the contact, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's just something about it. You know, just love. Right, right. We were talking with uh, Ian McIntyre, safety running back out of Whitewater High School and uh, future Georgia Bulldog as he is committed to Georgia as a preferred walk-on. Uh, what other schools were, were recruiting you? Um, early on, it was uh, Army, Air Force, some of the academies, as well as some Ivy League schools. Um, getting closer to signing day, I guess, they had uh, filled their quarters or whatever. So uh-huh. all that dwindled away to smaller schools like uh, Barry and uh, Point University, Reinhardt, um, and then UJ came along. Wow. Yes, Do you feel like there's there's kind of a, a you know kind of a plan that that you know you kind of follow? I mean everything happens for a reason kind of thing, you know? Is that right. the kind of, of outlook you're having for it? Yeah, because you you never know how things have worked out. Um, if I had a smaller offer, a D two or something like that, who knows if I would have taken that and then not been able to walk on? So I feel like right. everything separated for me to be able to see what I needed to do. It wasn't like I had too many. Uh, options on the table. It was like when Coach Schumann called, I just jumped at it. It was no wow. second. That's awesome, yeah. man. And uh, preferred walk on wouldn't be as glamorous as most people, but like I said, it's, it's where I need to be, I guess. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And, right. you know, if you get out there and, and show, I mean, I'm sure they've said that, that the option is available down the road if you can, you know, if you show out for the coaches and, and earn playing time that the scholarships could be in the works too, right? Right, yes, sir. And he was explaining uh, Coach Schumann, like I said, he came from Alabama, so he was explaining their uh, philosophy and how they like to keep seven and eight running backs. This is just yeah, his favorite. Yeah. So, so <laughs> coming in, he saw the, the uh, slam numbers, and I guess he didn't like that. So, yeah, um, it's funny. We were just we were just talking about that before, about the uh, lack of depth at the running back spot right now due to injuries and and things like and anything else too. So you you could be coming into a, a very good very good position. Uh, right, right. Uh, Mike, you uh, oh, Mike's on hold. Hold on. Mike, did you? Uh, I kind of heard you chime in whenever he mentioned safety earlier. Did you have you? Did you get happy about about some of his uh, defensive film too? Oh, absolutely. Um, love his ball skills. I mean, you can see that from my first play. That's you know something the something the coaches look for immediately. Um, and the kid can run, <laughs> absolutely can run. Have they talked Have they talked to you at all, Ian? About I mean, about maybe switching around positions at all, playing playing a little safety, trying out here, trying out there, or they strictly want you coming in as a running back. I think that their focus is more on running back because, like you said, they're so slammed and they've had so many injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. Now nah, he hasn't talked to me about it yet, but I wouldn't be opposed. Like I said before, special teams is another place, so I feel like that would come into play. But, That's um, but as of right now, we talked about his running back. <laughs> Good deal. Now, we, need, we need him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Ian, you mentioned being a longtime Georgia fan, too, um, or knowing the history of the program. How, how do you view, you know, I mean, 
obviously, I, I guess I know what you'll say, but uh, do you feel like there's a renewed energy around the around the program with Coach Smart coming in? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like you said, you knew what I was going to say. That's, that's, my <laughs> new coach. that's my new coach. Of course, I'm excited. Everybody's excited. Right. Uh, a new face, uh, and nobody's sure what's going to happen. And I think that's that's what's getting everybody excited. But I'm certain, mm-hmm. but it's some great things going to happen. I'm sure. Yeah. How much have you seen? Do you get to go over to, or when? I guess when are you going to be reporting in in June or July or? What? Uh, I'll be there June fifth. June fifth. All right. You gonna head over for G Day? Uh, yes, sir. I actually just came uh last weekend, but I, I'll be back up there for G Day. They got some stuff set up for walk-ons and the signings that we need to do. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you uh have you met any of the other the other signees in this class, or do you know any of the know any players on the team currently, or anything like that? Oh yeah, I I played against a lot of those guys uh, mm-hmm. in school, and then I met some other walk-ons as well last weekend. Good deal. Gotcha. Um, oh man, I just had a question. I can't escape my mind. Uh, let's see. Mike, if you got anything, go ahead. <laughs> or Jason, <laughs> it escaped my mind. I had a great question too. There you go. So you said Coach Schumann was the one that uh, reached out to you initially. Um, yes, you know, obviously you got a pretty good relationship with him. It sounds like. I mean, have you talked with uh, have you talked with the running back coach at all, or any, anybody, any other coaches on staff that you got a good uh, relationship with yet? Yes, sir. Coach McGee was uh, recruiting me when he was at Georgia Southern. Uh, okay. He came out to a couple of my games, um, so I had already talked to him through messages in person. I know what it was. That's great. I bet uh, you were probably one of the first guys that that Schumann reached out to because I know Kirby had uh, put him in charge of of this walk-on program and and really reestablishing the walk-on program. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, he was he was explaining to me that uh, in their meetings, he was uh, Coach Mark kept asking him about uh, if they had found a a walk-on running back, and he was saying that he had finally been able to tell him that he had one. So. I think I was okay. one of the first, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. That that's got to give you a, a sense of pride too. That he, you know, being one of the first guys for him to 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 go out to and and, and bring into the program like that. Yes, sir. Now, how about your folks? Are they have they played a big role in your football development and everything? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, like I said before, my dad played uh, college football at Tuskegee University. He played offensive line. So, uh, right, right. and that's another thing about me being a running back. I have a, a lineman in my household. So, if I ever got any questions <laughs> about pass protection or what linemen like to eat before the games or anything, I could do to make my lineman happy. You know, that, uh, there you go. He, he gave me some tips. He was telling me to take him out to eat. You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, sir. How do you feel on on uh, coming from a spread offense? Do you feel comfortable in in your blocking and picking up? blitzes and things like that as a running back? Yeah. Um, I've always been uh, interested in the final points of football, not just not just playing my position. So I think uh, I paid enough attention. At first, my freshman and sophomore year, we were I formation. Uh, oh, okay. So, so yeah, we, we switched around a little bit. So I feel like I got a good, good grip on everything. So even if 
uh, Coach Mar wants to do a little something different. I think I can get a uh, grip that easily. Right, right. Now, Thanks to you. You sound like, you know, you say you kind of look at the finer points of football. Have you gone and kind of looked up some of, like, offensive coordinator Cheney's, some of his old previous stops maybe and looked at, at things that he's done, or have they worked with you on that any? Uh, no, actually I haven't. Um, I've been trying not to uh, get get too uh, excited, you know. This this just this just became official a couple of weeks ago when I got accepted. Before that, it was all just a, a possibility. So like you said, right. I've known for a while, but I didn't even tweet my commitment until last week. Until last week, because uh, who wasn't sure, and I didn't want to get excited. You know, slip ups do happen. So as right. Of right now, now now I'm getting into all of that stuff, getting even more familiar with the program and looking at what they have going on. But yeah, I was just trying to stay even keel, trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, man. Uh, what do you like? What do you like to do away from football, away from sports? Uh, away from sports. Um, in my in my earlier years, I used to play the saxophone. I like to pick it up every now and then. Uh, okay. And then I have I have a younger brother and sister as well. We are a pretty sports oriented family. Other than that, uh, right. it's just it's just going to their stuff. My little brother just started playing t ball, um, a couple weeks ago. So. I, I'm there when I can, and also with my sister. My sister plays basketball. So. Oh, awesome. Now, you said that, uh, like, Army and, and, I guess, Navy and uh, the Ivy, Ivy League schools, I imagine that GPA's got to be on up there. So education is, is very important in, in your in your background, too. Right, yes, sir. Both of my parents teach, uh, so that's, that's always been a big oh, deal. Oh, okay. On my dad's side of the family, I think that might be – Two people that aren't teachers. Everybody, everybody teaches. So okay. it's really no, it's really no excuses, no nonsense uh, type of household when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, and we always knew we play, play a, play a big part. Because um, you know, some people think that when you got the talent, the the grades don't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my situation is a testament that, you know, anything can happen. My recruiting wasn't, wasn't as glamorous. But my grades definitely helped me get to where I am because I had to get accepted in the Georgia. Absolutely. In order to I couldn't just – it wasn't just like any other recruit. Um, so, yeah, my t- scores played a big part. And that's what Coach Hume was telling me, was that there are some backs that didn't sign because of their grades, and they couldn't do anything with them. So they had yep. to pick guys that, that were uh, good in the classroom and on the field. Yeah, dude, that's, that's – you should go out on a speaking tour just to to tell all these young kids about this because it is so vitally important. I, you, you mentioned that I, I know of, I can think of a couple of kids right off the top of my head right now that that are not going to maybe a school that they probably could because of their their grades, and right. uh, it is so vitally important. And, and it's got to start early. You can't just you can't catch up in the last you know six months of your senior year. Right. You know. Exactly, and that's, and that's another thing that uh, Coach Smart talked to me about when I got to meet with him last week. That was one of the first things he said was, that, you know, stay on top of my grades, stay on top of me in the classroom, make sure I get that done. Right. Yeah, that that's awesome, man. Well, Ian, yeah. man, I tell you what, let's. Uh, we are so happy you're going to be a Georgia Bulldog here soon, and I know you've got to be just anticipating it so much, man. With uh, yes, sir. June, June what did you say, June fifth? Yes, sir. That's gonna it's gonna be here before you know it, man. 
I know. I'm ready. Good, good. We're ready to see you get up there and, and show out for us, man. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. And uh, give everybody, are you on Twitter or, or Facebook, anything? You yeah, I'm on Twitter. Two followers? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at uh, Showtime4 underscore. Uh, yeah, that's my underscore. All right. Yes, sir. Give my father's Ian McIntyre, future Georgia Bulldog, and uh, I know you're gonna you're gonna do us proud up there, man. Yes, sir, for sure. Man, right. you're you're gonna love Athens so much, boy. Just enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Ian McIntyre, man, appreciate it, and uh, you know, keep in contact with us. Let us know how things are going. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. That kid is awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Good call, Jason. That was a glad you got him on the show. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Whitewater, I meant to ask him how they how they did last year. I forgot. I think that was the question I was going to ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I've heard it, but they're they're another one of those schools that they haven't been around too terribly long either, right? Like maybe ten years, fifteen years, something. Yeah, Whitewater is a fairly new one, too. I don't know what's going on with all these gigantic schools, man. It's really strange. Popping up out of nowhere. Yep, and turning into monster schools. Oh, yeah, man. They, like, started school in the Atlanta area, and, like, a year and a half, they had 2,500 kids in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, Our beer's too hot. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. What I was going to tell you guys. How about the the? I know everybody was freaking out about you know eighteen offers to IMG and what was it twenty Tennessee offered twenty people at IMG or whatever. I was my jaw dropped just looking at the locker rooms and and weight facilities that they have at IMG. Did y'all see the pictures in that article? Oh, dude, it's a it's a college campus, man. It was insane, man. Their their stadiums, you know, big, nice, big. Their locker rooms are ridiculous. The weight room is ridiculous. I mean, it, it might as well just be a college campus. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, that's what we need to start. We need to start the Field Street Forum Academy. <laughs> start bringing in kids from all over the country and playing football. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what they do. I can't remember. I can't remember where I saw it. I think somebody was posting on uh, like a two four seven discussion, but uh, it's like some kind of marketing firm is involved with IMG, and something about if a kid goes on scholarship there, if they end up making it to the pros, IMG or the marketing firm that does IMG gets the first shot at representing them. Oh wow. Yeah, they got stay. You know, they, you know, they're not just putting kids on scholarship to be nice to them. They get something out of it. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy, dude. Um, hey, Drake, check the uh, check the line. KJ was trying to call in, He's having a little trouble. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody pop up yet. So. Right. Let's see. Do you want to? Try to talk a little bit of recruiting, or did you have any other? Oh, how about uh, the tweet that Coach Feld put out 
earlier today and then deleted it a little later. But, yeah, I deleted uh, ours too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he obviously doesn't want that one out there. <laughs> I just say it was very uh, positive indication of where Nick Chubb is right now, I guess. Um, that kid, I, wow. I really thought it was going to be possibly next year before we ever saw him get back to full health. And, you know, I guess we're not we're not in games yet, so I guess we can't really say he's definitely going to be back. But There's no doubt he's not going to be – he's kind of like Coach Smart. He's not going to be outworked, man. <laughs> man, don't even get me started. Nick Chubbs, <laughs> he's not even human. He's a freaking machine. He's a transformer. Dude. I mean, I'm just going to call him Optimus Prime. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Optim- man. Optimus I mean, it's ridiculous. Chubb. Optimus Chubb, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, man. Well, when did we play Tennessee? October, right? Yeah. There's no way he should be able to do in the cuts that he's doing and lifting the weights that he's running and running on a treadmill like that in April or March. Right. He was running on right. a treadmill. I mean, come on. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Hey, is, uh, all right, looks like we got somebody calling. Hold on one second. All right, hold on. All right. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Oh, hung up. We had him. Brooks, is he from Mississippi? No, nah, that dude's from Oxford, man. Well, that's what I thought, Oxford, Alabama. I had North North Mississippi calling, so that threw me off. All right. Well, Mississippi, if you want to call back, we'll bring you on. I think he's having problems with the uh, entering the code or something. Uh, what do you push, Jason? Do you just push one pound? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Just tell him to see if he can do that. See if that'll go through. Do what? Now? Just hit instead of doing the whole thing, just hit one and pound is what Jason does. After that, for that six-digit code, ten pounds, I do the one pound. Go after it, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Appreciate it. I don't have him on Twitter. That's weird. Uh, Hey, uh, I believe, did Harrion, is he taking the ACT this weekend? Or did he already take it? I think it is. So that that could be some news to keep an eye out for. I don't know how long it takes them to process it and everything, but well, yeah, that's that's big news. Um, what else? William Kevill tweeted that he's visiting tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good one. Uh, what about uh, Malik Herring? Also, didn't he have some pro in Georgia? Is he coming or is he going to? Is he just having some pro Georgia tweets? He visited yesterday, I think. Either yesterday okay. or today. I can't remember. 
Man, what's the, how did they? Oh, I guess it's spring break is why they got a lot of these midweek. Man, but even when it wasn't spring break, we were having kids up like crazy. <laughs> I'm like, how do you even get this many kids on campus? <laughs> you know, everybody always makes the comparisons. Oh, we got to do this like Alabama. We got to do this like Alabama. And Alabama this, Alabama that, blah, 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 blah. And I understand those are going to come because they're on top right now. Mm-hmm. But we're getting more kids on campus than they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's such a... It's so nice to see such an attention to detail going on right now in Athens. It's you know just just talking to Ian McIntyre a little bit ago. I don't. He went to the coach Rick camp, but I don't think he had ever heard from Georgia as far as the possibility of play. I mean, you can get a kid that can go to another school on scholarship. We we talked about this recently. Building up this walk-on program is is going to be huge for Georgia just to build. A depth, like we've talked about earlier in the show, and for one of the running, <laughs> one of our running themes on the show is building up depth for Georgia. But this is a great way to do it, and it doesn't really, you know, it it, it doesn't come. It's not like you're just you're not hey, just Drake. loading up on players that may not necessarily need to to be able to play. That's one place where we actually have a built-in advantage, too. I mean, everybody can't say, hey, you know, walk on here. We have the Hope Scholarship that you can get. Right. So you can basically still almost go to school for free. But right. just walk on. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a you gotta... huge just built-in advantage, man. Yeah. Especially for a kid, you know, like McIntyre, for, you know, for example, who had the service academies and – Ivy League schools, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to bring him up. You know, he can obviously hope scholarship will be nothing for that, for him. Yeah, I lit, up, I lit up when he said Ivy League. I was like, okay. This <laughs> is, he's all over it. Hey, Drake. Yeah. You hear me? I got KJ on. I'm heading three-way get him on. Oh, okay. Yep. KJ, how are you live. Oh, I'm doing good. Good, good. Man, this case this is a grown man. Sounds like. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for calling us on Field Street Forum Radio, KJ. Uh, he is a linebacker out of Oxford High School in Oxford, Alabama. Uh, tell us a little bit about your recruiting, KJ. With uh, who, who's recruiting you the hardest right now? Um, um Auburn, LSU, uh, UGA. Uh, Tennessee, and Clemson, uh, Michigan. Okay. I go on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I you love want, it. You want to tell us who's not recruiting you? That that be shorter list. <laughs> uh, yep. Now, did, did I read? Did I oh, hear right? Really recruiting? Your leader, uh, KJ. Who? Did you, did, yeah, Georgia. That right that you've named Georgia your leader right now? Yeah, yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. What what is it about Georgia right now that that has propelled them to the top right now? Oh, uh, probably um, the atmosphere of Georgia. You know, I, I love it at Georgia. Um, coach Martin, the defensive mind coach, um, Coach Schumann, he knows what he's doing. We love a coach. Uh, 
Yeah, we're just ready to go over there and visit. Um, I have, I've been every time I go over there, I have a blast. So you know, it just it feels it feels good to do it. Right. There you go. I mean, it's hard not to have a blast in Athens, Georgia. I can promise you that. <laughs> That's right. How, uh, hey, hey, KJ, yeah. there's a uh, there's a lot of talk going on about who's the uh, who's the best trash talker on the field. Uh, at all these camps and all, there's a lot of folks talking about uh, a certain linebacker from Oxford, Alabama, having having some good talk. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't trash talk. You know, I just keep my mind. <laughs> if they take it that way, then it's on them. <laughs> actually, actually, they said he's one of the funniest ones they've ever seen. Who? They said, they said you were. Yeah. If I meet anybody, you know, I make friends quick. So, and I get over there and start cracking jokes, you know, it, it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> it'd it get funny now. Who was it? Was it a. Uh... What are you and Tori Johnson doing that? Yeah, me and the Tori. <laughs> Tori looks like Man, he's scared now. Did y'all see oh. the Tori? Did y'all see the Tori running a hundred yard dash not too long ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was laughing for like ten minutes watching that. That's hilarious. Me too. I watched it about a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Hey, you say you you make friends quick, KJ. How? Oh yeah. Who are some of the other recruits on the on the kind of on the recruiting circuit that you you've kind of gotten to be friends with? I guess Notorious um, one of. You talking about that I met or you know I just talked to all the time. Yeah, just kind of you know hang out when you go on trips and stuff. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, Trey Shaw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, Justin Schaefer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Jaden. Hunter. Yeah, Jaden Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm, like I said, if I meet somebody at a crew trip, you know, if I talk to you for two minutes, bro, you, I'm going to talk to you the whole day. So <laughs> I just got on FaceTime with Greg, Greg Rogers. I don't know if y'all know him. Yeah, hey, I, I don't know. Jaden yeah, might He's he's from Nevada. He okay. got a bunch of offers too. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So they be hitting me up on Twitter. So you know, we all we all just be we all just be talking. But uh, last week I okay, I've been I've been talking to Malik and um, Malik and who else? Uh, Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm asked you. So okay. Uh, Malik likes to talk, don't he? Malik, yeah. Malik loves <laughs> to talk. Yeah, you do. <laughs> How how is your uh, Oxford High team gonna be looking this upcoming year? We're gonna be good. Uh, we ain't losing them by like six seniors, and I don't think that many of them started. So we're gonna be good. Um, we we were young last year. I mean, that's why we probably had it down. We were real young. This year we're more experienced. We know we know we know we know why we on the field this year. Last year, you know, people first time on the field. We playing freshman cornerback. Uh, whole team whole whole defense about sophomores. Quarterback was a sophomore, so we were young this year, but this year we're going to be experiencing. We should be ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Now, who, who's the big rivalry with, with Oxford? This year? Do you have one or do you have multiple rivals? We got two uh, Jackson City and um, Pale City. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
It used to be Aniston way back in the day, but not yeah, anymore. They started shooting. Start shooting. You know, had to get everybody had to get on the ground. I'm not to get on the ground for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it was that was an ugly one, but yeah. No more. I remember in Central Phoenix City, we had to go play Aniston in the playoffs, and they like busting the windows and the bands bust, all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> they do it to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. surprise us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do now, KJ, are, are you from Alabama or? Yeah, I'm from Tuskegee originally. Right, right. Now, do you and feel I'm like moved. there's any added added pressure on you to to stay in state? You know, after naming Georgia your leader. No, no, no ain't no pressure on me. Um, my decision okay. um, is up to me and my family. Uh, they they want right. to support me wherever I go. So, right, um, my right. decision is it's total up between me, my me, my family, and God. So, um, oh, yeah. right now, right now, um. It's up to me. I I don't have to stay in state if I really don't want to. Right. Absolutely. How how big of a role has your has your family played in your in your growing up and and you know becoming a, a big time football player like this? We do everything together. I've been playing football ever since I was after I think after my dad said the year after. I got done with a diaper. I think I was playing football. So yeah, I've been playing football since I was four. I've been playing football ever since I was four. I don't think I think I can count on two fingers how many games my parents have missed. So you know, they always at every game. You know, always screaming and hollering. You know, so um, it's gonna play. A, they play a big role in, in everything I do. Just not football, not recruiting, with everything. So, you know, that's right. always good to have a, a, a reliable source. You know, to fall back on, but. Well, um, it's just good to have him here. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good, good. So, so you what's, up with, uh, what's up with you and TD Moulter? Y'all, y'all, y'all think about playing together? Yeah, me and TD. Uh, that's my that's my brother, man. We uh, we go we, we take the same videos together. We just I just got the phone with him before I called y'all, I and mean, we said we said talked about thirty minutes on where we want to go. So. Uh, Man, call him up right now. Call TD. <laughs> yeah, call TD. Let's go. Uh, call him. Call him. Call him. I haven't called him ten times a day. He can call me. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, call, call, call him. Let's talk about this Auburn thing now. We gotta, we gotta get that straight. <laughs> we gotta keep all you guys away from Auburn. Oh man. Man, I'm telling you guys, he's not your typical football player. He he does a lot with the community around here. He does a lot with the kids, a lot with the special ed program. Um, you know, he's, he's an all-around good kid. Mm-hmm. That's great, man. Mm-hmm. When are you, uh, KJ, when are you looking to make your decision? Um, I'm probably going to commit all the day. But if I ain't ready, I'm just going to hold out. And because uh, uh, I'm probably gonna be early and early, so I'll just hold out until I get ready. Right, right. Okay. I'll just say it's your birthday, isn't it? No, it's my grandparents' birthday. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. I couldn't remember. Mhm. Didn't didn't we have a uh, we had a pretty big prospect that committed to Georgia, um, who committed on his grandparents' birthday not too long ago, Jay? Do you remember who that was? Yeah, I was I there. I believe you were there. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Shoot. <laughs> hey, 
Big Jolly. Who was that, Jason? <laughs> yeah, that's Big Jolly, man. Uh, Big Trent Thompson. That's right. Big Trent Thompson. I called him over there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Big Trent committed on his grandparents' birthday or anniversary one or two, but uh, yeah, he's, he's a good he's a good dude, man. Yeah, I didn't know he was no one player in the nation the way he was talking to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> nobody would. I tell you what, I also remember Central Phoenix City playing Oxford, and dang, Rock Thomas and Quan Alexander came here and whooped their tails. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. I think I was in eight, seventh grade, something like that. KJ, now how how was how did Georgia rate with you? Were you interested in Georgia before the new coaching staff, or has it kind of yeah? Been? I mean, I mean, I I have always wanted a Georgia offer, so um, I mean, when I got it, I was excited and pumped up. Uh, so um, I I got a bunch of Georgia stuff. Like I bought, I think I got more Georgia stuff than Alabama stuff. So um, <laughs> that's good. It, 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 um, so, you know, Georgia, they can play a big role for me. Right. Absolutely. Now, I've kind of noted we, we talked to a few recruits here lately, and they all seem to kind of feel like there's a, a definitely a, a more momentum and more energy right now with Georgia. Have you have you felt the same thing? Yeah, Georgia got – I mean, when you go to UGA and you watch them practice, Georgia definitely got something to prove. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just not Georgia got something to prove. Coach Smart got something to prove. So, you want to show right. everybody why that, you know – him being up under Coach Saban, he, I'm pretty sure he want to show everybody that, you know, he's an old man. He's going to do things different, and he's going to do things his way. So he got he definitely has something to prove. He definitely got a chip, a chip on his shoulder. You know, when you watch Georgia practice, ain't nothing, it, it's nothing but intensity. I mean, it's not it's not a downfall. He, he said it all up and blow the whistle. So, um, mm-hmm. When you go over there watching practice, I mean, he's just flying around, Coach Smart running around, coaching each position, you know. He ain't, he, you know, he's, he, he, you know, he's at linebackers and DBs and over there throw balls and receivers. I mean, he's everywhere. So, you know, just watching him uh, work, everybody, I mean, it's big for anybody, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that. Well, what kind of Schumann seems, like uh, seems like he's a lot like Kirby Smart, is he? Schumann, uh, um. He seems like he coaches he, like Kirby Smart does. Hold on, let me call T T B uh calling me. Hold on. <laughs> I, I didn't promise two guests, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. Hold on. Hey, my phone down. Hold on, yeah, I'm slapping my phone. Hold on. Dang hey, phone. <laughs> Hold on, bro. Hey, I go TV. Hello. Hey, Tadarian. Yeah. Hey, you're on uh, Field Street Forum Radio. I'm host of the Real Dre. Got Jason. Uh, Mike Brooks. Hey, how you doing? Good. How's it going, man? Of course, uh, KJ. KJ got you on the phone with us, man, so we can we can all talk on here about some recruiting and everything. How's tell us a little bit about about yourself and uh, who's some of your recruiting situation going on right now? 
Absolutely. Now, are you uh, who's kind of who's kind of? Do you have a leader right now, or, or are you just kind of listening to everybody's offers? Um, no leader. Uh, well, Auburn, Georgia, um, Ole Miss, LSU. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now we were talking earlier with KJ. Said you guys kind of. We were trying to figure out who the, who the better talker was out of the out of you guys. Now. <laughs> he said he said he, KJ said he didn't talk too much. Is that true? KJ said he didn't. KJ said he didn't talk too much. Is that true? No. <laughs> Man, you know I'm quiet. You don't like to talk. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, cool. And these two remind me of Natrez and Chauncey. Yeah. Just yeah. like Natrez. Natrez, Patrick. Patrick. Oh, the linebacker. Chauncey Rivers. Yeah. Yep. Number He's nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would have them on a couple years ago, and uh, they were always cutting the fool, man, and and just having a good time. Uh, yeah. Darian, it's like you visited Georgia on the 29th. How how did that visit go? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, the visit. And, um, we got the um, Cisco down back to the all the hands. So that was a good part of it, right there. Right, right. He didn't want nothing for no. He didn't want nothing for football. He didn't want nothing to meet the hosts. I Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
<laughs> you had me all up on Google linebacker Adam Ritter. I was like, who the heck is that? <laughs> hey, you could at least said that punter, man. That punter, that guy can boot it now. Oh, JK, JK, well, if I said the punter, you'd never have been too obvious. Like, I know you know Adam here. <laughs> but you're a fool, bro. Uh, I like the way, I like the way, uh, like uh Ruben Foster played. Yeah, I remember, bro, right there. All right. I like the way Ruben played. Uh, River Fox is a fool, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. He's crazy, man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I ain't nothing to pretend. How? He's a TV. How about this? Uh, you know, y'all mentioned Auburn a couple times. Has the defensive coaching staff changed up? Has that kind of – did that kind of throw you all off a little bit, or was it kind of expected? I'm not with my champ. Yeah, with my mm-hmm. champ leaving and everything. Um, it really just surprised me. Um, yeah, I can't. I mean, it just it really just just surprised me like it like I said it would. But I know Coach Steele, me and TD had a meeting one another day. He told me he doesn't he doesn't stay. So, right. Um, that was surprising me if he leaves, but uh, yeah, it didn't surprise me that much. Yeah. Okay. Got gotcha. you. What about you? All right, so, so are, uh, are you two trying to hit up any spring games? Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, and them? Uh, yeah, we ain't going to hit a few of them. We're going to hit uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We might hit a UGA. Never know. I know. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee is on the same day on the 16th. I don't know when all this is. Um, this weekend. No, it's this weekend? Yeah, it's earlier. They started earlier than everybody, I think, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, is KJ, when, like I said, Georgia's your leader right now. What 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 are you looking for in a in your school of choice? I mean, me and TD. Uh, for for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I said, family school, um, school that you know I call home, home or from home. Um, I've had that in a few schools, so um, right now I'm just this team was best for me. All right, got you. So what about uh, when you're away from the football field or away from sports? What what do you like to do? Uh, I fish, hunt, um, okay. work. Um, I got I got some hobbies I do now. Um, football is uh, a great game, you know. Um, but you know, some people just get carried away, over carried away, and they don't live their life, you know. Um, so I try to enjoy a lot to the fullest, do everything I can do. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, what's the biggest fish what you caught, man? I caught a – this year I caught a four-pounder. Uh, when did you do? Monday. Yeah, you got all that. You caught a big fish. Monday. <laughs> I caught a – this is the biggest one that you ain't. That's the first time I've been. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Who about you, T.D.? I'm talking about bass, too. I'm talking about bass. Right, oh, yeah. right. Large bass. 
That was a spot. It really was a spot. Uh, I, ain't I, gotta, I gotta go fishing, my boy. <laughs> I ain't got, you like ain't got time to train nobody. I ain't got time to train nobody. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, hey, you showed me. I'm gonna have to keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking about that. Hey, you gonna, hey, you gonna, hey, you gonna skin them fish. Eat them fish. You feel me? <laughs> hey, you gonna do this? You gonna do this thing, man? It's on. Hey, you gotta be hungry. You gotta be hungry. Hey, man, listen, I, I'm, I ain't gonna be hungry. I'm gonna eat some. <laughs> <laughs> we all go for that, guys. Um, I go eat a pun. Uh, um, what's it, what's it called? Oh, late. Logan late. Yeah, late. There you go. Yeah, Logan Martin's about, what, 15, 20 minutes from, from Oxford? Oh, 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are listening to Field Street Forum Radio. we got K.J. Britt and T.D. Moultrie joining us tonight. Uh, T.D., what kind of what, – what strengths do you bring to the football field and also what – what kind of things do you still want to improve on? You get what I bring to the football field? Right. Mm-hmm. Effort. Because I lose for football is effort. Well, right. I my coach in effort. What you say now with the same question? What things do you still want to work on over the off season and get ready for your senior year? What do you want to improve on? Uh-huh. Using my hands more, um, my feet work, because I want to try offense. If, if I need to, I try offense. Okay. But it's um, my fourth time. Even though it's okay, but I'm not, I'm not, I want to be settled with it. My goal is so fast, I'm going to pull off of it, so I want to look for my fourth time. Okay. Yeah, as I say, you got to be on offense a little bit if, if you Nickname's TD, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, uh, tell you what, if, if, are y'all on uh, Twitter and everything? Give yeah. Your, yeah. KJ, go ahead and give your Twitter handle and then, and then TD. Uh, K uh, underscore Brick, B-R-I-C-T, Cam. One zero. All right. All right. TD. Okay. Humble Tour underscore H U M B L E T. I'm at Tour underscore. Why you on the? Hold on, TD. Why you on that name? Why you not seeing your name, man? Well, I was going to do number two, but I thought I was landing college. I looked it up. I looked it up to land in college, so I got number two and six and six. Well, you ain't changed your name on Twitter, that Humble 26. <laughs> Man, that's bad. <laughs> hey, I just, I just, got, got, I just got, got one more thing. End, don't <laughs> I just got Man, one more thing. Man. Go ahead. Hey, how, 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 did, how did we follow uh, TD on Twitter about a month ago and it still says pending? <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all gonna be, I'm gonna be, hey, y'all gotta tell me something. My thing, my coach be lurking, people be lurking. I'm like, man, 
all these people want to look them up there. Yeah, I, 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 I try to read the bio, so I can follow people back. But if I mean, the people, I'd be like, I hope I ain't really telling that people that's important. I do it so wrong, like, dang. So what's up, man? You got to let me know. Just, you, that's a, that's a, tweet a, that's 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 a, <laughs> I ain't trying to do what I do. I ain't trying to do the people I ain't know. I'm about to read the bio and see if I'm going to skip it. Yeah, see if That's a good point, though. That's a good point, though. I mean, we talk about it all the time with social media and recruiting right now. I mean, it's getting kids in trouble, to be honest with you. Kids are getting right, right, scholarships right. pulled and all kinds of stuff because of the stuff they put on social media. So yeah, that's, well, y'all gotta that's be why you, y'all gotta be careful. Yeah, that's why you if you use a Twitter, if you use a Twitter for your life, dog, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but you know, use a Twitter, if you use a Twitter for recruiting, I mean, that's why you use my Twitter for. I mean, get on here and go through people's pages and look on stuff. I get on here when I see a DM pop up. Yep. Yeah. That's why you mind and uh, I have fun to it. I mean, yeah, it's the right part. I mean, no coach just want to see you one tweet. I mean, he don't want to see what type of guy you is. I mean, coach tell me all the time. That was when he told me um, that he uh, get a, get people to uh, look at the tweets and every after every week he uh, get a get good tweets and bad tweets. And he's a judging character by the, by your tweets. Right. So, it's I mean, good to have the last Keeping up on it. Huh? So, I mean, I think people try to live their life on Twitter. Right, right. All right, fellas, let's let's plan on doing this again sometime soon, man. This, this was, right, this was a lot of fun. No problem. Boys, we appreciate it. KJ, thank you. TD, thank you, my man. Y'all come back on sometime soon. We'll get y'all on. All right, no problem. All right, appreciate it, y'all. That was a, that was a trip, dude. Um, <laughs> those kids are hilarious. Bruce was right. They they do remind me of uh, when we had in Tress Patrick and Chauncey Rivers on. <laughs> Just like them. Man, oh, man. Uh, and the first thing he said, first thing he said when he talked about that, the girls. Right. <laughs> Sound just like Nitrez and Dane Chauncey. <laughs> yeah, just wait till they go for their official visit and they get the food part of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> what what you guys think? How do you uh you know, it'd be be awesome to bring bring a couple of kids like that into the program. Mhm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I'll tell you, for one, I mean, KJ, he's been probably the hottest prospect in the Southeast as far as, you know, people starting to offer him stuff like that over the last three or four months. I mean, he's just exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, TD, TD's kind of been there for a while. Um, so, you know, he's kind of been going through this for a little bit longer. But it's, you know, they're both elite linebackers, both of them. Kind of, I mean, it's almost like, uh, who was it last year? It was Ben Davis and the and the Wilson kid. Um, same same type duo coming out of the state of Alabama two years in a row. 
pretty impressive. <clears throat> yeah, these dudes can play, man. I mean, you're looking at. Yep. I mean, you're looking at. We're going to be picking from these two. Uh, Will Ignat just named us as a leader. Uh, you look at a Walter Grant just named Georgia and Alabama as leaders. You got Nate McBride as Georgia and Alabama and Auburn a little more, but not quite as much as Georgia and Alabama, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you got five guys right there that are just, dear Lord. I mean, any of those five could have a chance to be the top linebacker we brought in in the past couple of years, top inside linebacker anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. That we brought in in the past, God, three three years or so. I mean, I'm not saying all of them are better than any linebacker we have on campus, but, I mean, all of them have the talent to come in and, and be just as good as just about any inside linebacker we brought in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the first time, the first, very first time I saw K.J. Britt play football was at an Oxford football game, and the kid – I mean, I, I did a double take when I looked at the field because I thought I was watching Reuben Foster. I really did. I mean, he, he was wearing number 10, first and foremost. Second of all, he's got that neck, little neck brace that Reuben wears, neck, neck roll kind of thing going on. I mean, he looked just like him. And come to find out, he's only got two or three Division One offers at that point. It was – I mean, I was – my jaw hit the floor when I found out this kid did not have more offers than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it just goes to show once, you know, once one school kind of picks up on you, then, I mean, it's like blood in the water. All the schools start coming after you. Oh, and it doesn't take long. It does no. not take long. But, I mean, we kind of always knew it was going to happen with him. Really did. <clears throat> but, Great kid. He's got, you know, he's he's really good in the classroom. Like I told you guys, he's good with, with doing things for the kids in the school, that sort of stuff. I mean, he's, he's a total package. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I mean, then too, that's the kind of kids that a lot of times thrive at Georgia, too, you know, that, that aren't just, you know, just football kind of thing, you know, where they, they mm-hmm. more well-rounded and, and are more in the in the community and don't mind helping out with the whole family, you know, the whole family atmosphere type of type of thing, you know. Well, I'll tell you this too, just from experience playing against them, uh-huh. if if you have a chance to bring in a top athlete from Oxford, you do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling them dudes. I mean, man, them dudes can play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, I mean, they just put out dudes that can play football. Who's uh? Is there anybody like alumni kind of thing that, that stands out? Well, I mean, golly, dude, you're yep. looking at Rock Thomas, <laughs> the running back for Auburn. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Quan Alexander played linebacker for LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put them out. Safety dude. for Ole Miss. Safety for Ole Miss. Um, yeah, the safety yeah. from Ole Miss. He can play. Trey, Trey Elston. Trey Elston. He'll probably he'll probably get a shot at the NFL. And then you got Bobby McCain, who played for Memphis, got drafted last year too. All on the same team. The same high school football team is probably going to have four NFL players by by the end of the year. <clears throat> yeah. The Trey Elston quit playing dirty. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny it. I can't deny it. But he, I mean, he really is a good kid, guys. I'm telling you, he's a good kid. But gets a little gets a little heated on the football field. We all know that. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been impressive to be honest with you. And it, they've done it with about I think three different coaches over that same time period. Um, they had the coach that went to Hoover, Jason. Um, what's his name? Who's now the head coach at Hoover? Um, they also had the coach who's who's now the head coach at Jacksonville State as well. Jacksonville State almost beat Auburn this year. Should have beat Auburn this year. Um, so they put out some great coaches as well, which is impressive for a town this size. Niblet, you got to look at uh. T.D. Moultrie, man, from uh, he's from Birmingham, played for Jackson Olin. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, Georgia just offered him on, on March 15th. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're getting in kind of late. He's already, you know, before that, guy probably visited Auburn five or six times before we even offered him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and you they know. both had. Offered him on the 15th. You know, he just visited on the 29th already and, you know, already talking Georgia up that much. I mean. I'm not saying we get them, but you got to like our shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, plus, you know, it's always a, you know, kind of take it with a grain of salt when, these, you know, a lot of kids say they want to play together, but it never hurts to, to bring these, you know, bring in kids like this that are this close, you know, such oh, good yeah. friends already, bring them in on visits and things like that. It It can go a long way to really get their minds thinking where they need to be, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's about relationships, and, you know, we're we're definitely doing the right things. We're saying the right thing to these kids. And we're, you know, we're making them, we're making them feel Georgia more, more importantly. They're having a good time. They're having a good experience when they go to Athens, when they, when they get around the program, and they they remember that when they leave, they remember how Athens and 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 Georgia made them feel, and that's right. the most important thing. Hey, worst worst case scenario is you're making Alabama and Auburn work to keep their own in-state players. Well, yep. exactly. which is that's time, which is that's something time they could never be spending, happened before. That's time they could be spending going after yours. So I mean, worst case scenario is you're making them work and you're making them worry, and they know you're here. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. No Absolutely. doubt about it. Alabama's kind of been like Louisiana over the past couple of years as far as recruiting is concerned. We hadn't, Alabama hadn't put out the same type of prospects that Louisiana has, but the in-state schools get all the top kids, and it's really no question about it. Um, it's very rare you see a top prospect out of the state go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But. Well, part of the it's thing about that's all they got, they don't have any proteins or anything like that. So, right, I mean, right, right. Basically, all they have is Alabama football and the little brother. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, 100%. 100%. Um, and, I mean, I'll be honest with you, in the past, probably the past five, ten years, in this state especially, it's I've seen a lot of kids want to – a lot more kids want to go to Georgia, and mainly mainly on the academic side of things. But it's it's almost a status symbol in school if 
you were accepted to the University of Georgia and others weren't. Um, you know, it's it's impressive. It really is. It's impressive for kids around here to to see somebody with, with a Georgia offer or somebody that could go to Georgia. So that that in itself is, is pretty – it carries a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right. Well, y'all want to – y'all got any other recruiting news going on right now? How about any movement – Somebody, we haven't really talked about the receivers for 17 yet. Are we still – I know when uh, Coach Coley came in, we had a kind of a big – seemed like a big push for some wide receivers like, like a Jerry Judy and guys like that. Has there been any movement with, with him in particular and, and also any other receivers that come to mind? Trey Blount on my name. Yeah, I mean, Blount, he's one. He had a good interview with uh, – the rivals thing in Atlanta that uh, kind of makes you feel good. I'd say probably not with Judy right now, but I mean, these South Florida guys, man, you really don't want them on your commit list early. That's nothing against Judy. I don't know them, but I'm just saying, these South Florida guys, you want to kind of, you got to be careful with them. Right. We've seen that many, many times. Yeah. I mean, in, in saying that, we were on the the good end of it with Riley Ridley, and he's kind of showing out at practice. So it worked out for us last time, so let's just see what happens this time. Yeah. But that right was, now, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say Alabama, but you never know. Because I mean, he's close to Calvin, too. But then he, uh, and, uh, he's real close to Riley. Mm-hmm. And then uh, their coach, you know, they're all real close to him. And, you know, I mean, who knows? It's, it's South yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about the, uh, the article where uh, Calvin told Riley that he, he, he should go to Georgia? Oh, that was You know, I was thinking cool about story. that. I was thinking what about did? that. I don't know exactly what it said. But I'm thinking it's probably more under the context of go to Georgia or South Carolina, not, you know, don't come to Alabama. Right, yeah. Right. And it may have said different. I mean, that's just kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking anyway. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. Uh, you know, just, just to come out and say it like that, though, because he – Mm-hmm. Well, because he already had a had a you know good relationship with with Coach Smart and everything too. Uh, and you know Calvin played Calvin played for Alabama for a year before it was time for Riley to go somewhere. I mean, he Calvin knew what kind of guy Kirby was, knew you know knew what kind of coach he was going to be. So I mean, he got a little inside knowledge there, which definitely helped. But. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to Georgia over South Carolina? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, according to uh, that article Chip Towers wrote uh, in AJC, Georgia coach Kirby Smart more or less confirmed that Calvin Ridley told his brother to go play for the Bulldogs instead of joining him with the Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But he was committed to South Carolina at the time. So. 
<laughs> yeah, you kind of got to watch out with their headlines. They they know how to twist it and turn it. Oh, up. yeah. <laughs> Get as many clicks as possible, mm-hmm. especially him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Riley's been well. doing – he's been showing out pretty well, hasn't he? In scrimmages and practice. Yeah, that's what they said. I think Kirby was even talking about it. said he isn't the fastest in the world, but he could dang sure run some routes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's almost – as important as just flat out speed. I don't. I don't think Kirby was telling the whole truth either. <laughs> uh, I promise you, Riley Ridley has got some jet. That boy can fly. So yeah, I think I think old Kirby, Kirby has might just a, uh, keep it on the radar a little bit. <laughs> Kirby has a way of uh, yeah, uh, talking Absolutely. good about him, but then you know. Popping up something he he wants them to do better too, even when he's talking mm-hmm. about them. Yep. Exactly. But the good news yeah. is we get some we get some uh, whatever a, a Tennessee defensive back creeping up creeping up to the line thinking he's gonna thinking he's got Riley's number and the kid just blows by him. That's the kind of stuff I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So how about? Who's the who's the and it may just be because we don't see a ton of uh, communication with from California, but it seems like we've seen a lot more. Who who's the recruiter for California? Because we got that defensive back's been making a lot of really talking up Georgia a whole lot. I think he's an eighteen kid. Uh, oh yeah, that Radley Howes guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and and then I've seen a uh, couple other offers that have that have gone out like a defensive end. Uh, I have to look it up. But yeah, you pull a you pull a prospect from California, you do something right. Yeah, yeah. I just thought the uh, that kid, the cornerback man, he was really really adamant about wanting to get a Georgia offer, so I hope... Man, you know, he's still on Twitter every day talking about it. <laughs> Is he... Did, was he another one that has family in the area? I think he did. Like, I think he did end up saying he had some family in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I think he's gotten... Uh, I think he's gotten kind of close with uh, Christian Tutt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see... Cut. Let me pull this up to be accurate. Yeah, on 24-7, a couple of them that have offers. Um, a couple of them are cool, though. So. A kid named Jayla Phillips. Well, I mean, we've always offered California guys, but DJ I, mean, I can't remember the last one talking about he's dying for an offer or anything like that. Right, right. You had that uh, that Darnay Holmes guy. He's like the number six prospect in the nation cornerback this year that had said before talking about he was highly interested in UGA and nothing has really came of that yet. So, mm-hmm. but but I mean, if we do offer this uh, this Brendan Bradley House kid, however you say his name, I can't remember the exact spelling, but I mean, if we do offer him, I, I mean, I think we might have a chance. Yeah. It, it really seems like it. 
Yeah, to be that to be as adamant as he is about it is just it was just you know kind of really striking to me. Hey, I'll I tell you this too: a uh, South Georgia kid to watch out for, and uh, we talked about it yesterday. And twenty four seven actually had an article on him today. Uh, Trey Bishop might want to watch out for him at quarterback mm-hmm. for this year. At quarterback. At quarterback. Well. <laughs> And, you know, of course, he always had the option, you know, all right, if it would work it out or whatever, play wide receiver. But that gum, worst case scenario, you just brought in a 6'3", 195-pound wide receiver. Thank you. And I'll take as many of those as I can get right now. See, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. That's how you build depth. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's like they always think of the little thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, okay, like uh, – I can't remember the dude's name now. LeMay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why yeah. we brought LeMay in. He was either playing quarterback or he was playing quarterback. And if he didn't work out, then we're screwed at quarterback for a couple of years. And he didn't work out, then we're screwed at quarterback for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you're bringing this kid at 6'3", 195. If he doesn't work out at quarterback, then, I mean, he's the perfect receiver. And there's yeah. your wide receiver depth. I mean, just a little thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's such a you know, it's, it's such a thought process. Seems like in place. There's like a backup plan to a backup plan to a to the the third backup plan. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know. I mean, it's just it's just refreshing to see that. You know, I know we you know I don't I don't mean to harp on it, but. Um, I'll tell you, if, if these dudes can coach as well as they can recruit and as well as it looks like they're preparing for things, then we're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, you know, of course, everybody's going to say the jury's still out and because it's true. I think, uh, I can't remember if it was KJ or TD that, that was talking about it. I was talking about Kirby Smart and he's out to prove something and all that. I mean, I mean, he was dead on with it. He is out to prove something. He's the right. first time he's the first time head coach. So I mean, yeah, he's still unproven. He has to prove himself. He has yeah. to get that that whole Saban thing out of the way. You know, how does he coach without Saban looking over him? And I mean, it's, it's the gods on a truth. He does have to prove it, and he is unproven. And the jury mm-hmm. is still out. But doggone, if he does things, if he coaches and this staff coaches the way they've been doing things, whew, might have some happy dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, I mean, KJ all but confirmed it's a different, it's a di- completely different atmosphere out there. I mean, it was mm-hmm. what do you say? It was, you know, watching a Georgia practice is it's a lot different than watching anybody else practice at this point. Yeah, always going to the whistle and everything, and mm-hmm. and this is yeah, a kid not, that's been out there quite a few he's times. Probably the, he's probably the seventh or eighth one to say that, to be honest. Yep. Yeah, that's why. I've, oh, absolutely. I've been trying to make a point to ask all these recruits, you know, if they see a difference and everything, and if they, you know, just to make sure it's not just the, you know, because most kids can, you know, they can kind of, you know, a new coach is going to put in, is going to be energetic and and trying to, you know, high paced and and really put on a good front, but these kids can tell, man, that, that there's something different going on. It seems like. 
Especially well, I mean, part of it's part of it's going to be the newness to it. I mean, you're the new kid on the block, and you got the new young staff and all that. So everybody's excited and pumped up. I mean, you still gonna have to show it on the field. But right. I mean, hey, you take advantage of it while you can. Right. No doubt. And you know, lose five games next year, and it might be a different story. You know, next off season. But I mean, right now, take advantage of it while you can, and. Man, if they can coach like they can recruit, then we're in business. Yep. Good deal. Well, any final thoughts, guys? Or anything to keep an eye out? Who was it you said that uh, you said there was a one to keep an eye out for? Is anybody else to keep an eye out for any commit watch or? You know, I don't know about commit watch. I know, uh, oh, Robert Beal's uh, visiting tomorrow. That's an important one. That's right. That's right. That's a, that's a big one. Because I think, uh, you know, you'll see some guys go this summer. You you might see one or two pop on G-Day, you know, mm-hmm. just because of the atmosphere. Some that have been saying, you know, I might wait until, you know, after my senior season or during the season or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you get them around places like G-Day and Dog Night and all that, and they end up pulling the trigger. So, you know, you might see a couple of those, but I don't think there's anybody that has, like, you know, laid out plans that, you know, put it out there that, you know, they're committing in the next week or two. Uh, I don't know if there's any. Okay. Well, that's that is all we got. We'll wrap it up for tonight. Jason, appreciate you coming on. Brooks, good to have you back on, dude. Sorry to give you the scare earlier. <laughs> Jason, I texted him. I was like, Brooks, are you are you calling in tonight? He's like, yeah, yeah, y'all going on now? <laughs> it was like 7 o'clock. I was like, nah, sorry, we're still 8 o'clock. <laughs> kind of scared him a little bit, I think. But, but uh, appreciate you, all the hard work you guys do to get the, get these guests and Getting it lined up and everything, and uh, everybody give man definitely. Yeah, enjoyed it, enjoyed it, fellas. I really did. Yeah, good to get you. I didn't expect to have two guests, but it worked out. (laughs) We'll take an opportunity if it's presented to us. (laughs) Those those dudes, those dudes are hilarious, man. Yeah, I definitely Mm -hmm. want to get them back on again. And then McIntyre too, man. He's good too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, he's like he's he's the Chris Conley type of kid that you know we love to see so much. So and you see a lot more kids like it nowadays too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to you want to do like you want to do like Ian McIntyre representing your school. Yep. Yeah, a hundred and ten percent. Give uh, let's see. Give KJ Britt if you want to follow him on Twitter. He is at K underscore Brit, the two T's, and then ten, the number ten. What was uh Tadarian's? I didn't get his. Do y'all do y'all remember it? It was uh, humble ten underscore. Uh, yeah, humble. Mm-hmm. Okay, humble ten underscore. Humble the number, number ten and underscore. All right. And then Ian McIntyre is at 
Showtime four the number four underscore at the end. Man, these underscores. I was just about to say that. What's the deal with the underscores at the end? They be make fun of underscores. Brooks, what are you uh, at? Mike Brooks underscore nineteen. At Mike Brooks underscore fourteen. Fourteen, my bad. and then Field Street Forum is at Field ST Forum on Facebook, Twitter. And I am at The Real Dre on all the social medias, Facebook and Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, until next week, guys, see what we can get, get set up for next week. Oh, here's, a, here's another one. Uh, William Poole is visiting tomorrow, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, he'll be in Athens tomorrow, and he'll be in Athens for G-Day. There we go. So okay. you're talking two weekends in a row. Nice. Um, I guess we can talk about G-Day a little more next week. Mm-hmm. The week after, but uh, is there a going? That- is there anything official? Yeah, I was about to say, anything going on? I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I still haven't decided if I'm going or not. I went the last two years, and, I mean, I don't know if I want to miss this one, guys. This is just, this is going to be a big and potentially historic event. Yeah, we got to get 93,000, Dre. What are you doing? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, got a softball, I got a softball tournament, man. Come on. Oh, I might be getting, I'll be getting oh. my happy ass up. <laughs> getting in the car and driving to Athens. I mean, I always talk about something that ain't softball. <laughs> hey, the problem is, <laughs> the biggest, biggest problem is the hotels heard Kirby said they want 90, he wants 93,000 people in Athens, too. <laughs> the the mm-hmm. ain't no good. They lose every tournament they play. Believe, believe me, they, uh, well, uh, we looked into it a lot, but just couldn't find the, uh, the proper deal for the old budget. Because, uh, like right, don't, 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 don't be changing the subject. Y'all lose every tournament y'all play. Mm, <laughs> I don't know if I say every tournament. We finished third, though, when old Matt Maddox joined us. He, he was there to witness. I got a witness for that one. So, he came oh, in third. We're getting there, man. We're getting there. And we ain't got a whole team yet so far. So. You know what third place is? Second loser. <laughs> Second loser, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We have fun. You ain't first or last, Dre. <laughs> yeah, if you ain't first or last. <laughs> hey. Take a break. We got better. We finished fifth in the first one we played in. But we did beat a team with with nine players. We we had nine players and won the game. <laughs> we probably should have kept playing with nine players. I guess I don't know. They had they had, yeah. they had nine players. Kobe Dre got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got kicked out, but there was a there was almost a fight. <laughs> hey, no lie, man. Playing uh playing church softball. I was playing with a uh, what was it? It was a Baptist church and like an Episcopal church, I think, or something like that. 
And uh, their dude hit it to the outfield, hit it, hit it against the fence. He tried for a triple. We threw it into third base. And uh, third baseman tapped him straight on the forehead. Didn't really mean to. And, right. man, they got into it. Man, it was like a melee, dude. Church softball. <laughs> <laughs> it was a melee. I, love, I was like, what? Oh, yeah, I, also so the got, I also got kicked out of a church basketball game one time. I was way younger. I was like, golly, 20, I think, something like that. And uh, we were playing in a gym that had, like, a balcony to it. And in that church league, you brought your own basketball. Whoever the home team was, they get to pick the basketball you play with, you know. So we were the home team, and we played with the ball I brought. And so I got pissed off because the refs sucked, and they were stupid. And so (laughs) I think it got to be halftime. There was a timeout or something. And I I called a timeout, and I was holding the ball. And uh, and so I just started walking over the bench with the ball. And the ref was like, all right, give me the ball. I was like, no, man, it's my ball. I was like, I can give you the ball. He's like, they called a technical on me. I was like, what's that for? He's like, cause you want to give me the ball, give me the ball. I was like, you want the ball? I threw it as hard as I could up into the balcony. I was like, y'all ain't playing with this one. You have to walk up me and out. Jason said, Jason said he'll take his ball and go home. <laughs> so, so then I got pissed off. I was, uh, I was announcing the games, the basketball games for CBCC. Uh, community college here in Phoenix City. Yeah, they, uh, gave, they gave me full ride scholarship with books to announce the basketball games, <laughs> which is great. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, and until I announced, okay, that's two different stories. <laughs> okay, one, I was announcing the games, and uh, it was a tournament, I think. And our uh, the president of the school looked just like Marv Albert. And so he came walking in. It was in between no. games. He came walking in. I just announced. I wasn't thinking. I announced on the loudspeaker. Ladies and gentlemen, Marv Albert. <laughs> and he got pissed. They almost took me out of scholarship for that. <laughs> so anyway, back to the church league thing. So I got pissed at him because he kicked me out of the game. And so uh, I added two players to our roster, and it was the starting center for CVCC and the starting shooting guard for CVCC. And, and they started coming to church when we were enjoying the basketball team. And so, you know, we were playing against all these church guys, and my starting center for the church league team was 6'8", and my starting shooting guard was 6'4". <laughs> and, we, and we played in the first tournament, the first tournament game, and uh, and the shooting guard hit the first 15, 12 or 15 points of the game. He started draining threes. And it was it was illegal to dunk in our league. Because a lot of them back then didn't have the uh, the bendable uh, rims and all, you know. Break so it was illegal to dunk. And so the uh, the very first play of the very first game that they played with us, it, uh, I was like, just do alley if I don't care. <laughs> and so it was through like alley half court. It was like, raw! This is like a little church, Columbus Church League, you know. And everybody was like, oh, my God. I was like, well, he should have kicked me out of the game. <laughs> You get technical for that, too. <laughs> what are you, freaking Dennis oh, Robbins? Did you lead the league in, t- in technicals? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> it was great. Oh, and we had uh, a, the children's pastor that was at the church was on our roster, but he ended up, like, leaving the church or whatever. I mean, nothing bad. He just, you know, resigned or whatever. 
And so we had an open roster spot. And, you know, there's a certain time where you can add players, and then after that date you can't add anybody else. So I just brought in another player, and he'd never seen the inside of the church before. And I was like, your name is Brad, okay? Uh-huh. Because the children's pastor's name was Brad, and he was gone. So I was like, your name is Brad today. <laughs> so every time he scored a point, we were cheering for Brad because we couldn't add him to the roster. So he was our children's pastor that had never seen the church before. <laughs> this is a dirty church ball, man. Oh yeah, uh, I'll be honest. We've had, I've had I've been in a I wasn't a participant. I was a, I was trying to play peacemaker, but there was a scrap in our church league tournament or uh, church league as as well. So they, uh, long story short, the, our outfielder he was always kind of a. Uh, cocky dude to guy hit a fly ball out in the left field. Our left fielder, you know, it wasn't really a difficult one to catch, but he did deal. He parked underneath it, held his glove up, and then held his 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 uh, non-gloved hand up to it and reeled it in like a like a fishing reel <laughs> and caught the ball. <laughs> and the guy that hit the ball didn't like that too much, so they ended up scrapping out in the parking lot and the whole damn. Both sides were, were pushing each other and getting each other back and everything. It was it was insane, dude. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> and then yeah, this we said me and the other coach said that we would sit the two participants in the in the fight for the next for the next time we faced each other. I'll be damned if they didn't have their their guy out there to begin with. So I said we. I told my guys to get the ass out there and start playing, man. Like, I'm not putting up with this. <laughs> I think he played in, blue jeans like, in regular shoes. This is like Friday night Tykes Church League edition. <laughs> Golly. Hey, we had uh, I love it. We had one dude that uh, and he actually went to church with us. You know, the whole time he he actually started the team, and uh, it was a church softball team. And this dude played, like, semi-pro softball. Went on, like, all the big travel teams and just hit monstrous home runs. Yeah. And when this dude came up to bat, man, the third baseman and the shortstop moved to left field and left center, and then the outfielders moved to the fence. And so I was – we were practicing, and I was at third base, but I moved, like, you know, moved out there to, to left field. And, man, he still hit a rope, and I was like, I moved out of the way. I jumped. I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) And so uh, he got pissed off one time because the inning before hours, the top of the inning, and this is what you don't do in softball. Their pitcher, who was, like, really good, he hit a home run and did the whole backflip thing and all that, trying to show out. (laughs) And so that pissed everybody off. So our guy came up at the bottom half of that inning and this dude knew he was screwed. And so he pitched the ball, and he ran backwards as fast as he could to second base. <laughs> and our dude hit a rope straight down the middle, you know, obviously on purpose. And, I mean, middle I the, promise you, it came, it came two inches from that dude's head. I'm not even kidding. Ooh, I was like, I bet you. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was like, I bet you won't flip that bat again, will you? <laughs> and he sure the heck didn't. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's fun, dude. Yeah, it's fun. Them church league folks get serious, though, man. They get pissed. 
<laughs> Actually, it sounds like you take it real serious. I don't know about the rest of the church league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I really didn't. I really, really didn't. The basketball I did because I got mad. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, I mean, we were really out there just to have fun because, I mean, we kind of sucked in basketball until I brought those other players. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, probably not for too long. If you got six, eight, and you brought in Shaq and Kobe in yeah. to, come, to come play. Yeah, I mean, we were we were terrible. <laughs> I mean, we sucked. I was like, I'm tired of this. Watch this. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh man. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap it up for tonight. Mm-hmm. Again, appreciate uh, Ian McIntyre, KJ Britt. And to Darian Moultrie. Big thanks to Jason Harry Dog and Mike Brooks and FieldStreetForum.com, FieldSDForum.com. Hit us up in the Classic City chat. Refreshes every day. We got all kinds of Georgia talk going on in there. Any of the latest rumors you may hear or anything like that, chat it up. Let it let it go. All right. Until next week. Go dogs. See you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.